what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, gamers of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up Podcast, Season 3, Episode 35, right? Six. Shit, I, you didn't tell me at the beginning, so I completely forgot. Season 3, Episode 36, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby. Is it? <laughs> oh, now you're not sure? <laughs> Oh, folks! This it is, is not- thirty-five. You had it right. <laughs> oh my God, this is this is not a good way to start the episode, folks. Yeah. We better we better get back into the usual routine. Uh, Colby, how are you doing today? And at least based on your background, what seems to be a quite the beautiful sunny day. <laughs> yes, I am um, recording live from Waddle D Town. If you follow <laughs> us on Twitter, you'll know that I've been doing community service my on my weekends, helping out the Waddle Dees, and they have so graciously. Kirby, I guess, found enough of them, and they built me a, a studio to record in. Very appreciative. Shout out to the Waddledees and Wild Town. They work very hard. But, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, I've played about 20% more of Kirby since we last talked, but I am ready to give it some more in-depth conversation that will happen later today. Uh, using my AirPods today instead of my wired headphones, because my brother took my wired headphones just hasn't brought them back, so... Kevin, Kevin, get used to that because the AirPods are a little more noise canceling. So, mm. a little different, but you know, it's it was 80 to here today, so I can't really complain about the weather. But work, school, the whole grind, uh, just you know, staying busy. How are you doing, bud? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm a little sick. Uh, my throat's been a little sore uh, starting this morning. Uh, nothing crazy. I've been chugging a lot of liquids to try and suppress it. <laughs> But uh, done with classes, uh, my one professor was just droning on and on, and so I went over time a little bit, but uh, we made it eventually. Um, haven't done a whole lot of gaming myself. Uh, school has been demanding more and more of my attention these days. Likewise. Uh, but uh, I, of course, did do uh, a PSPC was this past weekend. So we'll have that to talk about today as well, which I'm glad about because otherwise I really would not have fucking had anything to talk about. <laughs> uh, but besides that, uh, I I don't even know what games. Oh, no, there is something else that I will talk about. I actually did do a little bit of gaming on a game that has received a little bit of, a, of an update that uh, we can talk about later. But I think first, Colby, we should talk about... Uh, Kirby a bit because I completely forgot that you had that you had been playing that game. Uh, I've been I'll, slowly chipping away at it. Yeah, I, I think we should start with that since you know that's the big Nintendo uh, thing on the docket for today. So uh, why don't you take it away, pal? follow me on twitter i said that i would be uh giving my score and i guess brief review literally because i've only played 30 percent of the game i still have a lot to go but at the same time i feel like i'm in the i'm in the phase where the next 
50% of the game is going to stay relatively the same. It just happens to switch between worlds and objectives and stuff like that. So without further ado, here we go. It got added onto the video game rankings list, and I, I thought about my score. I wrote down my score Friday. I played about three hours on Friday night, really got away at it. Sat on it a little bit, played some yesterday, which would have been Tuesday, because it's actually coming out a day later, and played some this morning, Wednesday morning. But here we go. I'll give you my, I'll give you my brief review of it on the on the list, then I'll give my score. All right. Everything we needed and more. Kirby in the Forgotten Land takes the best parts of 3D Mario and Kirby and blends them together in an expansive journey unlike any the series has had before. With new gameplay features, endless fun, and all the same love and charm as games before, Kirby instantly becomes relevant again in this must-have platform for the system. Coming in at a 91 out of 100. Wow. Big numbers Kirby's putting up on the scoreboard today. The whole the whole list, like I, I told you, like we, 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 we talked about it. We pull out this list that we constructed way back when for episode for the 100th episode, and we, we change it all the time every couple of months. So that I went through that phase, adding Kirby onto that. But yeah, I do have notes that, so I don't ramble on too long here. But some all important right. notes I wanted to cover. I just said 3D Mario. This game is literally 3D Mar- 3D World and Bowser's Fury with Kirby characters to a T, mm-hmm. and it's done mm-hmm. so well. I think everything they've taken everything that that game did and did it as good, if not better. A Kirby moves in a, such a fluent way. I think the the Kirby aspects, like the copy abilities, the enemies, like the settings and environments, I think everything just transitions so well into this game. And it just it, it plays really smooth. It plays really well. It looks fantastic. Those are all things that very much bring me back to play more. And speaking of more, there's tons to do in this game. Which is which has always been a problem in the Kirby series. There's not enough to do as far as like gameplay goes. This has the objectives, like I mentioned. It doesn't tell you what they are if you don't get them, so it adds the replayability. And none of it feels like it's padding, which I think is a big key. When you collect enough, you go. You have to get the Waddle Dee to get this up in Waddle Dee Town. Speaking of Waddle Dee Town, incredible feature. That's where all the charm and personality is in this game, or at least that is the center of it, with everything else like circling around it. Waddle, the Waddledees are <laughs> never before have they been such cool and lovable secondary characters like they are in this game. We talked about the treaty that they, that them and Kirby signed so Kirby can stop killing off their race. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to see that the the bond is strengthened and so much so that Kirby's going to have his way to save him. And I think that they add so much character to the game with the, with the little brief interactions they have with Kirby and I just unlocked the Coliseum. I guess I'll do a little bit of spoiler. I just unlocked the Coliseum and like the Waddle Dee like broadcaster. He'll do he'll do like the he'll hold out the long like you know it's time and like on the characters and just unlocked a bunch of stuff. But yeah, the mini games are great with them. They're just little details like that, and especially with them, they pop out a lot. Music is stellar. Uh, I played some music from the game in the. When I edit, I put them in, so you've already, you already know it's amazing if you listen to the entire episodes. I thought you were going to say you listen to them in the gym. I'm like, shit, is it that? Does it get you hyped up that much? I haven't. Again, there might be a track or two that gets added to the playlist, but I haven't come across it yet. I just got done with um, there's the Meta Knight fight. That His his, his theme's pretty good. I'll, that, that'll play in this episode if it hasn't already. Mm-hmm. I already touched on this, but objectives and hidden objectives, they add a lot to the replayability and just the levels as a whole. You It makes you want to go back and replay them. I replayed the same level like four times yesterday just because my gamer brain was not activated, and I just couldn't get this one objective, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't find this last 
statue I had to destroy. But I found it, and it's just stuff like that. You know, I speed run through the level, and I I just think it's like I just think it's great. I'm not, I'm not the most technically sound. Like I'm really like, oh, the art style and game direction is so fantastic. That's not my style. I'm like, this game's really good, and here's why I think it's really good. Just some mm-hmm. quick notes I wrote down. I definitely the most personality a Kirby game has ever had. I mean, Kirby at least in the West, is kind of, like, relevant again. And, you know, we talk about the top four, uh, Splatoon, Mario, Zelda, Link, and Animal Crossing. Like, I think here in the in the United States, like, Kirby is in that discussion for one of those top four, and this game's going to strengthen his case just as far as, like, most recognizable mascot. I think Kirby is definitely I mean, in, that, in that same tier. Yeah, sh- I, I can see that. I'm not sure if you quite... I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if there's quite the argument, at least in my personal opinion... I think Kirby's more relevant in the United States than Splatoon. Maybe not for long. (laughs) That's true. Maybe not for long. Splatoon 3. Kirby's going to get a brief second in the sun here, and then he's going to go right back into the dungeon. He'll sit on that throne maybe for a little bit, but once 3 comes out, man, I I don't know. Like, that's going to be pretty pretty fucking big. Splatoon 2 was huge in its its heyday. Yeah, Splatoon is a big online community, but again, like, this is the title that has revolutionized kirby and i think that's gonna it's gonna stay on its own here for a little bit in that discussion and the personality it has definitely adds to that you can just tell the i said it last episode i'm gonna say it again here you can see like the love and charm that went into this and it shows really well siri is talking to me i don't it's a problem with having the airpods in uh-huh. um and i can't think of any like anything i don't really like about the game so you're probably wondering oh why isn't this a 10 out of 10 because on my scale anyway the game's above it like it's not as good as the games above it and that's just how i feel but you know you're entitled to feel however you want about it but i can't really think of anything that's like that sticks out that i don't like like everything on the everything really on the games above it, i can i can think of something i don't like but this one i can't it's just fun it's endless fun it's definitely if you enjoy mario and you enjoyed 3d world like you and i both did you'll definitely like this game and it just paints kirby with a broader brush and the best part about all this is there's a Breath of the Wild reference I found yesterday when playing yes, through. I'm playing through, and I'm here to. I didn't say it yesterday on Twitter, but I'll say it now. So Siri, stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when there's when you upgrade the copy abilities and you beat Meta Knight, you get a blueprint to get literally Meta Knight sword, and you can use it oh. whenever you have the sword ability equipped. And Kirby will have like on the Meta Knight mask and the little wings in the back, and it's so cute. But when you're at full health. When you use the attack, beam shoot out of the sword. Uh, classic, yes, of course. So I was like, instantly, I'm like, oh my god, that's at least 50 points right there. This game Breath was sitting. I was like, Breath of the Wild, but yeah, that this game was a, it was a, four, it was a 41 yesterday, but now it's a 91 because oh of the Breath of the Wild reference. I, uh-huh. the kind of weight that game has is incredible. But that's all I really got to say on it. Now again, I haven't beat it. I'm not even halfway through it, but. And mm. by the sounds of it and by the rate I'm going, <laughs> Splatoon 3 might be here before I beat it. Uh, but <laughs> that's not going to stop me from you know grinding away and chipping away at it. And the score is subject to change. But I think I feel pretty good about it right now just looking at it on this list. I, I really like where it's sitting. I love everything about it. I think it's definitely a must-have. I mean, certainly on the social media. I, I haven't actually seen like a lot of clips from the game. I've seen a lot of people like... I saw I saw one today of I haven't seen a lot someone dying with the mouthful stare mode and that was pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because it's like I don't don't even know what that is. 
this is the best death best death animation of all time is what someone said and it's just like a just imagine a staircase just falling over on its side that's basically all it is oh okay <laughs> I, i'll i'll show uh, it to you over um over the call i think i like this so it shouldn't be too far here it is okay sure sure i'm Oh shit! The green uh, the green screen's fucking it up. I can't. See I'll send it. it. I'll send it to you. It's okay. Really okay. Okay. But yeah, that's all I got on the game now. If you have anything to add, go ahead. But if not, we can get to how you how you nerf how you um, nerfed on kids in PSPC. Um, I mean, I'm excited to get the game eventually. Anyway, uh, not sure when that that'll be. Uh, you know, birthday's coming up, so I can only hope and pray. It's true. That one of my one of the people will will heed my, my life will get me heed my call <laughs> uh, but yeah i've heard nothing but praise about it i mean it's a kirby game i didn't really expect anything less uh but yeah i really haven't been spoiled a whole lot as much as you can be i haven't either of i haven't either game. yeah same here i've been either which i'm very happy to say it seems like twitter is still you know distract at least my feed is distracted by other things and you know Kirby, like I guess Ring. no one just bothers to record Kirby clips, so. Yeah, Lego Star Wars is out now, so just Kirby's just perf- getting pushed aside ever so slightly. Yeah, my Which brother. Is fine <laughs> me. I don't want to be spoiled. Uh, yes, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga did come out. Uh, neither of us have it, but my brother did skip school to play it, so uh, maybe I can get his uh, first impressions in, in a future episode. But from, my, from what I've heard, it's going to be like, Oh my fucking god, that animation! Why does he just fall over? Oh right, yeah, no, that is that is pretty good. Thank you for thank you for your contribution to my, to welcome, my mental health there, Colby. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to get I'm excited to get my hands on Kirby if indeed I do do that soon. Uh, but if I don't, it doesn't seem like it's gonna be hard for me to stay unspoiled. So, uh, yeah, I. I completely believe you in what you're saying. I mean, for it's just a Kirby game for me. I find it hard to find memorable things to talk about with those games because it just feels like such a foregone conclusion that it's going to be like at least good, no matter. Yeah, what. Yeah, this one's just so this one's just so different in the best possible ways, though. Like, it's just everything Star Allies like lacks, which you know I yeah. think that's why this one's getting a little bit more buzz. And like, even Metacritic has a high. Metacritic has like an 85, so like, that's, that's really good. high for them. I mean, mm. this game must be doing something right if it's gotten critics to rate it really good. Uh, we do have a lot on the docket today, so we should we should move swiftly along, I suppose. Yeah, sure, I can talk about PSPC. Uh, I've been don't, hyping up. Don't don't talk like you don't want to talk about PSPC. <laughs> I mean, it. I've been hyping up this event for many episodes now, talking in passing about it. Uh. I don't think anyone, any of the participants came because they heard about it on the podcast, unfortunately. You never know. Yeah, but um, I think Brock uh, said that he was going to come, but he was not able to make it. Also, he did not have Sword and Shield. He thought he could get Sword and Shield finished in a week. Not in a weekend. It was in, like, in a weekend. He thought he could get it finished and ready to, to get a competitive I mean, team. Like, buddy, you no, play- you if you play literally all day, you can beat the main story. But yeah, but you know he's a voice actor. He's got things to do. I was like, busy. dude, you're you're not gonna be able to do this. Uh, but regardless, uh, we did have a little bit of a scare on the day before because our club advisor, uh, got sick with COVID, so she could not make oh, it. Oh, wonderful! And that was, you know, she 
we usually involve her as well. She's usually actually the professor of our region, uh, you know, very literally because she is a professor. But so we had to switch up some things on who did what things. I had to end up doing a lot more of the intro, uh, sort of like the introduction to the event than I was speak? planning on. I had to speak. Yes, I, oh, I had my yeah. slide show up. I I dressed up. I looked the part. Uh, my Faith got some pictures of me. I was in uh, some khakis and a button down and, and a lab coat with some some pen and highlighters. Aren't in my you a gym? You're not a professor. You're a gym leader. Uh, the story, the lore was that I was oh, the professor's the assistant uh, who headed up the E-team weather division. So I specifically researched weather, but I was also the normal type gym leader. So I kind of did a, I had a dual role there. That was the, the no lore. Time for the, no time for the wife and kids in your little lore scene there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And in in, in the lore, uh, research assistant Tyler is unmarried, so it's okay. But <laughs> Okay. Yeah, introduction. A little scary. Little we had we had another thing where we had a room reserved, but it was in the library of one of the laboratory buildings, and the library is closed on the weekends, so they just couldn't get into that room. Why they let up? Why they have the option to reserve that room on, on a weekend on the website that we did is beyond me. But we had to do a quick little room swap. Uh, I don't think it ended up being too detrimental, but. Yeah, once once I introduced the gym leaders, we let them free, and then that's when I, you know, dashed out to my building as well to to get ready for challengers to come and find me. But my building was tucked away, like it was in the my major's building, but I had never stepped foot in that, that room before. I was like, where the fuck is this place? But it's like tucked back in a crevice. Uh, my my building's already like far away from the starting location, so half the battle is just fucking finding my room. Uh, but. Yeah, once everyone was in their places, uh, you know, we were all chatting over Discord, making sure everything was in place, and uh, the challengers were let were let loose. They came and they were challenging the gyms, and it was really it was really fun being a gym leader. Honestly, uh, I liked it a lot better than being a challenger, to be fair, because all the pressure's taken off, right? Like it's you true. Don't, like you don't have to really worry about winning. You're not really supposed to win all the time as a gym leader. You don't have to worry about switching your team up between matches. You don't have to, you know, walk all over campus and worry about time constraints. You just sit there and you battle all day. That is uh, pretty good. That is pretty um stress-free. But it was very fun. Uh, I did a lot better than I was expecting with the team that I had. Because uh, normal, unlike I think every other type of Sword and Shield, does not really have any good legendary or ultra beast Pokemon to kind of be the crux of your team. Uh, I mean, I had fucking Reggie Gigas, and I did try to make that work, but I he just was not. That slow start cannot just is cannot be un, overstated how horrifically crippling that ability is. It wasn't happening. No, but uh, I I did pretty well. Uh, a lot of the really good people came to my gym first because I was the furthest away. So, uh, and they brought like meme teams, right? Like. If you where do you, where do you, where do you fall chronologically in the um like how the do gym I put leader this? order yeah yeah uh, there wasn't an order uh, you could you could tackle the gyms in any order you liked because uh, we were all on the same level you know like we all that's a good point bred teams to be uh, and created teams to just be as competitively viable as possible within the monotype we were given fair enough so fair they enough. they can just choose whoever they wanted to go after first. Uh, 
but since I was the one of the furthest distances away, a lot of the really good challengers came and got me first. Uh, so my first few battles, I lost first, like first try. I did not, I did not win and get the run back. Uh, Again, you're not supposed to, so who cares? I know it's fine. Uh, and those, some of those guys went on to be, uh, to get enough badges on the day two, but but uh, just some <laughs> some of the crazy sets that happened uh, to me at the beginning. One. This one guy brought a Fell Stinger Quillfish, and if you don't know what Fell Stinger does, it's a Pokemon. It's a move. It's a bug type move. And if you knock out a Pokemon with Fell Stinger, it has weak power. But if you knock out a Pokemon with it, it maxes out your attack. Like it gives you a a full like the max attack boost you can get. Uh, so he did that. I had my normal Psychic type out in DD. Uh, and I just, I thought I was faster than it, but they had the rain set up. So his swift swim ability made it faster than my Ndidi. So fell stingered me super effective. Ndidi has shit physical defense. So it just went down, uh, the HP it was at. And then he just swept me with liquidation <laughs> for the rest of my team. Like I have, I have pretty strong physically defensive Pokemon. None of them could take that. It was crazy. Uh, I had some other people bring like shuckles and excel gores. And they use like they like encored my Blissey and trapped it with infestation. So I just it just slowly whittled away and died, and I couldn't do anything about it. Can you just kill this thing already? I get it. <laughs> yeah. So those are my first few matches. But as the game went on, I I kind of jived a bit more with my team. I I got a better feeling of like okay, which threats can these Pokemon take? What hits do do I think they can take? What what moves do I think can one-shot this Pokemon that they might not be expecting, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the, one, the highlight of the day for me was I beat, a cer- I beat someone six times in a row. That is... Before they could that, beat me. That's rough. I mean, hey, to be fair, fair play on them. They eventually did. But there was but no don't... line at my gym at the time, so they just kept re-challenging instantly. Uh, they changed up they changed up their Pokemon a little bit in between, but like there was there was some real frustration coming out, and I, I really felt bad. I was like, holy shit, I did not think I'd be walling this person so hard. <laughs> that helped your winning percentage for sure. It definitely did. Uh, I, I think I was still the most beaten gym <laughs> out of everyone because we had like a spreadsheet so that we could keep everyone updated on like who beat uh, this gym and a, when. You did get a tough type. Uh, I did, but it's my favorite type, so I, I was going to go with it regardless. Uh, I do want to shout out, like, by far, cornerstone of my team, fucking absolute underdog that I did not expect to pull his weight at all, was Beware. Uh, I, I saw you giving Beware some love in the Discord. Like, holy shit, guys. So, Beware was the only Pokemon on my team that had, like, a very specific uh, stat spread. Like, normally, uh, for Eevees... It'll be like, oh, put 252 in this stat, 252 in this stat, and then the remaining four in another stat. Uh, that's kind of the very basic EV spreads that you can do. So, like, if you want a defense, like for my Blissey, I gave it 252 defense, 252 HP, and like four special defense or something, uh, because I wanted because I wanted it to be bulky for my fast, like for my fast and strong damage dealers. It's like. 252 speed, 252 in whatever attack stat they use, and then four in, like, HP or something, or special defense, or, or whatever you want. Uh, but for Beware, uh, we, 
I was because before the event, all the gym leaders are in a chat together and they kind of like help each other build their teams up uh, and kind of test their teams and figure out what threats need to be managed. So I found out that my entire team pretty much at the time that I was building it just lost to Cartana just instantly. Like there was actually nothing I could do against it. Do, I don't think you know what Cartana is, do you? Oh, oh, yeah. Everyone that came to my gym had one on their team pretty much. Uh, but that's where Beware comes in. So <laughs> Beware. And I, I got I, I pretty much had the best like uh, help. Did that you I could get. did you lead with him then? Uh I don't I don't lead with him like I had a lot of different leads that I could do uh sometimes it was with him but that's only if I thought like okay they're definitely I have to do this or else if they throw out Cartana I just lose I'm done. yeah so I have I had to kind of I had to make some pretty big reads uh I was impressed with my ability to like kind of like do some predictions you know like I I was very surprised with myself I was kind of proud that about the I amount know of what you're gonna do. <laughs> the amount of times I got in people, I was able to like l- look into people's heads what they were gonna do. Uh, I was very proud of myself. But be back to beware. So I had kind of the best help I could because the former world champion Santino is a Penn State alum and is was also uh, helping us out with PSPC. So he was kind of helping me out with this one. And he was like, okay, beware has an ability called Fluffy. Uh, which halves the Great damage. Name. It halves damage of all physical moves, all of them, just in half. But the the drawback is it adds a weakness to fire. Okay. So that's that's the ability we're working with, and Beware already has a very substantial defensive, like physical defensive stat. So for our, we did the damage calcs, and a full defense invest Beware is able to take, I think, like three sacred sword hits from Cartana and just be fine. Uh, which is super effective, good. by the way. But Impressive. it is not stabbed because Cartana is not a fighting type. And also, we gave it, I think, 116 attack EVs in order to kill it in, like, two drain punches, I think. And then we had 140 HP uh, just for general bulk. Uh, and Beware was just taking names. Like, no one expected what beware what my beware did and it handled a lot more than just cartana it was taking like close combats from like lucarios and shit like it was nothing like it's, Good for it's beware cool. yeah and, and, and if you're not a fighting type you don't get that same type of ta- type attack bonus on those moves he just eats that shit up and even with the fire like a lot of people just don't even know about the fire weakness thing that fluffy has so they don't even try to hit me with fire moves and even the one person did like a, a flare blitzing Incineroar with a life orb barely went over half HP on Beware. It was nuts. Now, any special attack just absolutely fucking annihilated it immediately. <laughs> uh, so that that's the drawback to my Beware. But I had special tanks to swap in. Like, like Blissey just, you know, makes some special attackers just absolutely don't exist. Like, they just cannot get through Blissey. So I had a pretty well-rounded team, uh, despite not having any super crazy powerful legendaries or, or ultra beasts on it like the flying gym was like five out of the six were all legendaries uh and that would you know be me. it was fun getting in the discord and and during lunch and hearing about people's experiences like oh you know th- i was stuck at this gym for for this long and i just couldn't beat him or oh i had to stop doing this gym and go off and do somewhere else or like this pokemon specifically was giving me trouble it was just really fun to hear everyone's experiences as they were coming and going through my gym 
kind of getting a sense of like what was going on out there without good turnout. Knowing. Uh, turnout, we had about 27 uh, challengers. I feel like that's uh, higher than last time. I believe it might be three lower than last time. If it I was in the ballpark, it's, it's in the ballpark though. No, so it's in the we, consistency is key. Yeah, we hit our mark of uh, we wanted about in the range of 25 to 30, and we hit it. So that is what that was the goal that we set, and we hit it, and it was great. Fantastic. Because uh, the last PSPC was like the revival one, because that was the one right after all the COVID stuff happened. So we hadn't had one in so long. So that obviously drew a big crowd, but. This was the first one that we really did, like, mostly on our own. Like, a lot of, like, the last one was fully run by the alumni to kind of show mm-hmm. the new people, like, how it was run and how it went. So this, t- this time it was com- mostly on us, or at least a lot more than it used to be. And even though the alumni helped out a lot, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the board. I'm proud of the officer board. I think we, I think we did a good job with it. I personally had a great time. Uh, but I hate to say it, no one beat the champion again. <laughs> Like we champion. we don't have a winner any again. <laughs> the champion just cannot be topped. No, I mean, no one even made it to the champion. That's the thing. Like uh, this rough. elite four instead of the elite four being monotype, it's dual type. So they were allowed three Pokemon of one type and three Pokemon of another type. Okay. Uh, and no one like we had a lot of people make it through. I think we had like twelve, like ten or twelve people make it through to challenge the elite four, and, and no one made it. Oh my god, one of our one of our dudes was so close. We also tried to stream it, which was a whole other nightmare. Terrible idea. Uh, but some guy was 18 percentage points off uh, of winning. It was the only team member that the Elite Four member had left. It was the Dark and Poison Elite Four, and he had his Gengar left, and it was 18 HP. If the Aqua Jet from, my, from our dudes... Uh, Urshifu would have crit, he would have won. But, and that was his last Elite Four member. Like, if he beat that Elite Four member, he was on to the champion. But, unfortunately, it did not, not happen. Not to be. Not to be. Uh, so, we're getting a lot of feedback on, like, difficulty and, you know, whether the side missions were worth it, because we did the side missions a little differently. Uh, we had to switch up how the game corner worked a little bit. So we're getting, we're trying to get a lot of feedback from people to see like how we can improve next time. I don't think it's going to be next semester. It'll probably be in two semesters, so the following year, because uh, we'll need more time to prepare probably. But overall, that'll be your, I, that'll be your last go at it. Uh, probably yes, it will. Uh, before I graduate, unless I have to stay another semester, because fuck me, man, like I'm apparently I'm super behind on my credits, and my advisor just didn't tell me so. That's nice. Well, I don't know. I don't think either of us knew just how kind of behind I was. I, I you know, it's fine. We'll, we'll make do. But that's besides the point. PSPC was awesome. Uh, I loved battling everybody. I loved uh, just getting getting to play the part of the gym leader, and it was stressful for sure. Uh, being on the officer board during this, like I, I don't know. It's it's always stressful setting up things like this and trying to make contingencies for what goes wrong and but everyone there was a good sport about everything and we didn't have any like big complaints it seemed so uh it was great i was happy with it and uh, i don't know that hopefully hopefully next year it'll be even better I, i assume i'll stay on the officer board so 
You get kicked off for losing too much. <laughs> right. I was about to say, like, I just get kicked off like it's Total Drama Island. But, you know, it was good. I, I was happy with my team. I think everyone else had a great time. A lot of the alumni who came back had a great time. So, yeah. Uh, I assume the next one will be in Scarlet and Violet since that will be out by then. Oh, so. boy. Mr. Colby, you might be able to participate in that one. I, I don't. Don't get your hopes up. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm getting that game. Oh my! What? Come on now. Now you're saying you're not gonna get fucking. I'm holding first out. First Legend Zarkius, and now not this. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> All right, we're derailing the episode. What the fuck is this about? I, I'm poor, dude. Cuts need to be made. You know what I'm saving up for. You know what the granddaddy of them all is. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I don't get the luxury of asking for it for my birthday, because then the next four birthdays are canceled. That's true. Hey, I'm not asking for it for my birthday. I'm asking for donations to the fund for my birthday. My parents already said, fuck no, we're not getting that for your birthday. You can have some <laughs> money. You can pay for it out of your own pocket, but you gotta, you're going to have to bear the you weight, gotta, pal. You got to figure okay, it that's out. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. I just want to go from being 100% to, like, 60. Yeah, right? <laughs> but anyway, that's um, that's PSVC. Super fun. Uh, you guys should come. If you guys are in the area, you should come down next next year and do it. If you guys find uh, yourself in central Pennsylvania. Yeah, central PA. Um, and you feel like going outside in the 40-degree weather, definitely go give it a shot. Weather was better than this, than Better than the last PSPC, at least. It wasn't raining on us at the very oh, least. That's true. It was raining last time. I remember that. Which was that. good. Yeah. So that was PSPC. It was great. Uh, very stressful, but very, very fun. I had I had a fantastic time. Um, I'll do my other little gaming thing before we move on Go uh, for it. to whatever it is we have left before our, our big one. But uh, yeah, I... I mentioned that I had I'd picked a, a game back up, like on an update. Uh, some of you may have heard that uh, Fortnite has now has a no building mode. I just muted you, and you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't blame you, but hear me out. I I was like, okay, that seems very interesting, because I don't know. Fortnite was always I don't know. It definitely got into that Minecraft realm of, like, it got so popular that a lot of people just, like, hated it. Uh, Obviously, Minecraft bounced back from that. I think Fortnite's kind of still in that little sort of area. But, you know, we've we've expressed our thoughts on that game and how we think it still deserves praise just for the fact of, like, what the fuck it has done. The longevity alone is worth, you know. Yeah, like, it's still getting, like, like, fucking Doctor Strange is... The, the battle pass, like, level 100 reward now. Like, it's That's, still... That, that has a chance to be the greatest movie of all time. Doctor, Multiverse of Madness? <laughs> yeah, even Martin Scorsese is going to be like, this is cinema. This is pretty good. <laughs> uh, but, regardless, uh, I, I wanted to give it a try. I was like, you know what? That seems interesting. Maybe I can actually compete a little more evenly without the building that I'm so shitty at. Uh... I wanted to see how the game changed. I asked my brother a little bit about it before I hopped in. He said that that you can still destroy terrain and stuff, but some of the stuff has upped health because you can't build cover yourself. So I was like, okay, I got 
I got a buddy. Uh, I I hopped on call with a buddy, and we went into some some duos, and it, it was really fun. They added some. They added uh, mantling so you can like jump and sort of like grab a ledge again to kind of increase movement without since you won't since you don't have a building anymore that they yeah. can just skyscraper up shit. Yep. Uh, they added sprinting and a stamina meter. Uh, and while you're sprinting, you can do like this long jump uh, to get some more distance and to sort of evade be more evasive. Uh, unfortunately, Spider-Man swing is gone, which sucks because that was so fucking fun. But <laughs> It was actually really interesting because uh, there are a lot of times where, you know, I'm like in a building and I want to get up to the top. But like, oh, shit, I actually have to find my way to the top instead of just going out a window and building a st- scaffolding around it. Uh, you know, because you, you can still break shit, but you can't, you know, build walls or stairs to replace them. So it was really weird uh going in because i i found myself pressing the build button a few times to try and make a staircase and like oh wait yeah fuck i i can't do that anymore they added fucking tanks to the game so that's oh that's cool crazy uh but yeah o- overall it wasn't super different but it felt very fun to play it in a different way and apparently it's going to be a permanent mode now because of positive reception so who knows? I, I might I might keep playing it in my off time, see see how I'm feeling about it. But I think it's a I think it's a good mode to add. Like that's gonna I've already seen a lot of people on social media, uh, you know, giving some praise to this decision. Like, oh hey, I might I might go back and give it a try. In more um, hostile terms than I am putting them in, uh, because Fortnite social media is actually atrocious. But you know, I saw a lot of people who were like, I wrote off this game for a while, but now maybe I'll give it a try and see what it's like. So I think that was a pretty good decision. Uh, and yeah, it good might give PR. good PR. I might play with some, might play a, little, a few rounds with my brother and then my other friend that I played with. So I don't know. Just figured I'd that that's really the only really gaming thing I tried because I tried playing Dying Light 2. Uh, and when I pressed the load game button, it just kind of crashed my game. And I was like, you know what? I'm just I, I don't think but we're waiting it. till we get the series X. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how I got 65 hours into this game <laughs> with it being this buggy. Uh, so now I'm just going to wait for the series X probably before I before I pop that back in. You hit start on the game. The game's like, I'm good. Not today. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I, hit, I couldn't even get into the game. And I was like, you know what? I think it's Fortnite time. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, just we gotta we gotta just... explain to the people what we're doing, Colby. We're, we can't just hop in. We gotta explain how this came about. I just tweeted, ask questions. What What do you mean? Well, yeah. Well, you think people? You think everyone who listens and follows our Twitter? I mean, you should. Yes, but... all of them. Every single <laughs> one of them. I mean, right. is is this I, I, in response I'll... to the Outcast thing, or is this just something that we did on our own accord? I can't. No, I couldn't really is, figure it out. This is just something I tweeted. It's something you it's just something completely isolated from from Brock's post. This is this is something I tweeted at a red light on the way to school today. Oh, okay. I'm I'm like I'll just I'll fire it out there, see the responses we get. So we're doing right. a little bit of a Q and A. I can't remember if we've ever done this or the last time we did. It's been so long, but yeah. You know that we've um got a little podcast community with amongst ourselves and you know some more interaction. Shout out to everyone who does that. We uh 
we, we have some questions to read off, a good amount, actually. And I actually got a late submission that I'm going to read off first. As I was I was told I had to, so that right away tells you who it's from. Um, uh, yeah, of course. The question's for you, Tyler. Oh, me? Okay. And only you. Would you rather play me in Mario Kart every day for a year or give up buying the newest Pokemon every day for a year? Or would you rather play Mario Kart every day for a year or not buy the newest Pokemon entry for one year? I'd play like play you in Mario Kart every yeah, day. Yeah, me. Okay, I see what this person's doing. Um, and, and, or, or like you can't buy Scarlet and Violet. You have to wait one calendar year to get that game. I mean, with with the position I'm in, I can't really afford to do that. So I I, I mean, the only choice is to play you in Mario Kart every day for a year. You'd you'd become numb to it after like a couple matches. You'd be like, I all right, here so. we go. I mean, what what better training <laughs> is there? You know. Uh, I do need I need an outlet for my anger. You know that might be that might be the way. Yeah, it's to true. Do Could it. be your therapy. Could be. I mean, that would be fucking trial by fire therapy. But uh, I mean, yeah, with with being in in being the vice president of the of a Pokemon extracurricular club, I kind of need the newest Pokemon game. That's true, you do. So and I feel I, like the enjoyment you get out of a Pokemon game is more than enough to offset the terror that I bring you playing Mario yeah, Kart. Now, like, I was about to say, like, how can I, do I just have to play you in, like, one race? It's like, a set what? of four. I was thinking like, it's a set of four races. So, like a Grand Prix. Okay. Yeah. That I, I can handle that. That's fine. That's like 15 minutes. That's nothing. Yeah, that, that's fine. That That's not I was going to say that's kind of the only choice I can make in this scenario. So, we can get some yeah. con- we can get some content out of that for the show. It'd be great. No, it would be great. Yeah, I'd I'd say that, and it would give me. A, I guess I'd have to buy the DLC for Mario Kart then, so which True, I'm not planning would. to do otherwise. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, that was the first question. Uh, a good lead-off question. So, do you want to read off some of yours, or do you want to go straight to the Twitterverse? Uh, I'll do mine. I think I only got. I I, I think. Oh yeah, no, I did get two. That's right. So, uh, I I put out a quick Snapchat, uh, on my story to try and get some some last minute. Uh, entries and I said they didn't have to be gaming related one of them is one of them is not so I'll start off with a not okay. uh, this one might still end up being gaming related but I, we were asked for both of us what are the best and worst purchases we've ever made oh god that's a good question Um. so worst obviously uh, Paper Mario and the Origami King that's up there uh, for me too <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I can really think of uh, but the other, I mean, I have smaller, Marvel but, Ultimate Alliance three literally written in the review <laughs> that it's one of the worst decisions I've ever made for buying a game. So gaming related, that one's definitely it. Fair enough, fair enough. I I liked it a little better than you, I think. So I don't consider it my worst. Uh, any any purchase I've made on a gotcha game could probably be considered my worst purchase. That's awful. Yeah, that's pretty. Because it's like even though I don't spend very much like even just topping off like a summon or something that i need with a few gems or orbs or whatever it i that that i usually do regret later i'm like why did i fucking do that like i'm so i bought i bought gym shark joggers and wore them once because i didn't get the right size and resold them for half the price on poshmark that's pretty bad too yeah that although i I did get some money back but best purchases gaming related it has to be three houses just from a money for hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> ratio uh-huh. it has yes. to be three houses 
Uh, that was a game I was on the fence about. First game we've ever talked about on the show. So game really, that one's definitely it. And I just bought a car for pretty cheap, and I'm going to get a lot of years out <laughs> of it. So, you know, uh, making adult moves, that's probably my best best purchase. Yeah, I mean, I don't really buy things that are too expensive other than video games, to that's be honest. That's true. I'm, I'm, that's true. Me too. I'm a saver. Like, besides, like, textbooks and shit, maybe, like, the occasional set of football tickets. You know, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate might currently be the worst thing I've ever purchased in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you literally have not gotten anything out of that purchase besides the decoration. It's fantastic decoration, though. It is, it is. Um, I don't know. Like, most of the other stuff that I buy that's, like, remotely that expensive is usually essentials like clothing or uh just food i do eat out way too much that that could be up there for a more general chain restaurant chain restaurant budget that's yeah definitely like it's definitely like the budget for that i definitely exceed like tenfold every year uh but yeah i mean origami king is just sitting around like i don't even use it anymore i have no one like it would be different because I have a few games that I've bought. Hop on that Mercari I, I, and sell that thing. Get some money back. Yeah, right. Like there are a few games that I have that I have not played yet, like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and uh, I, I've played a little bit of Neo: The World Ends with You. But those two are still games that I intend to play. Like I never intend to put Origami King back in my Switch. There are a few games I look at, and I'm like, I, I would definitely be better off selling you, but just for having a Switch collection, I'm going to keep you. No, I don't I don't want to keep you, but I'm going to keep you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I might get more, like, a, a gaming console could be up there now that we have a podcast talking about it. Like, I What do you mean it, now? You've had a podcast talking about it for almost three years. I know, I know, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, some people would be like, oh, why is a gaming system like your most you know your your best purchase you've ever made because i've gotten endless hours of entertainment out of it that too and also like now i now i make a show to to talk about that stuff with now i have a bunch of experience with it exactly so i mean i i kind of expected it to be gaming anyway but i was trying to think of something that wasn't gaming uh i think we we gave good variety there you gave chain restaurant that that's good that's yeah i gave more general stuff that may be like smaller purchases but even so, they're like so unnecessary that it's kind of infuriating when you look back on it. Yeah. Never spend money on gotcha games. Like, never do it. That's a terrible idea. Absolutely horrible idea. But yeah, I, I think that was a good question. Uh, I, definitely. It definitely got me thinking before before the show. Yeah, definitely. We're off to we're off to a good start. Now let's go back to the gaming one. Uh, Via oh, Snapchat. I got a last minute one, but it's not actually a question. So, uh, uh, other one is. <laughs> Who is the baddest bitch in video games? Oh, now, it's pretty, pretty obvious for me. It's definitely Samus Aran. Uh, That's a good one. Especially like this new game, like holy shit, her her demeanor like doesn't take fucking shit from anyone or anything. It's true. One of the best, one of the best protagonists that you can play as in gaming is Samus Aran. So badass. Breath of the Wild Zelda did have the most unstoppable force of evil in a chokehold for a hundred years. That's got to be up there. It's true. I was thinking more of one of the Final Fantasy girls for you, to be honest. Like, Tifa is pretty fucking <laughs> up there. 
No, yeah, she just... Honestly, Aerith in the remake with the fucking steel chair scene, that's pretty that, sick. Yeah, Cherith, that's taken on, on a life of its own. I, that, There's those no are way big... that that's what they call that. They do, man. Final Fantasy on Twitter is the worst possible place to be, but... For me, anyway, because I, I can't get out of there without getting an argument, but... Yeah, those course. are two good ones. I'm trying to think of one that I can make a quick pun about, but I can't. None of them come into mind. I'm losing my fastball a little bit. Mm, of course. <sighs> yeah, no, I got nothing. I'm sorry, everyone. I, <laughs> so Tifa or Breath of the Wild Zelda for you, huh? Noah Bosa? She died. She got beat. Uh, so anyone who has died... Is is automatic. Uh, there's a difference the between getting defeated and getting killed. Like Urbosa <laughs> got Urbosa got beat in her own game. All right. Okay. Fair. Fair. I'm go, I, I'm in too deep with Tifa. I gotta go with her. Uh, I'll give an honorable mention. Uh, Lawan in uh in Dying Light 2. She's pretty fucking off the rails. <laughs> like pro crossbow sniper, bounty hunter, fucking crazy ass motherfucker. Laura Croft's gotta be in that conversation. Laura Croft. Definitely original Laura Croft, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played this game, and I know the story is very hotly debated, but some of the stuff that I see, like, Ellie from The Last of Us do in, in gameplay is pretty fucking metal. That whole universe is pretty metal. Like, it's fucking... Cr- like, just seeing the brutality of... Yeah, like, you, you, ca- you kind of gotta no be... no fucking mercy sometimes. It's no, fucking You crazy. gotta be about that. You gotta be about that action. It's on site. That's the, it's the on site universe. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you're right. It's like, literally, lock on. No other objective besides nope. eliminate. It's true. So, yeah, those, those are some good candidates, I'd say. No, that's definitely a good pool of... Bad. I'm trying to swear less on the show, but the question literally said baddest bitch. Bad, badass <laughs> women. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. I'll go to the Twitterverse now. All right. Um, hand up. We, you pretty can, much it was just all the podcast boys. Yeah, no. Sh- shout out to all of them. Main yeah. Quest, Listoff, and Pixel Project. Def- I've talked to all of them more in the dis- in their respective discords. Definitely cool guys. Mm-hmm. Definitely go check them out. I'm going to start with this one because you can relate more to it than me. In your opinion, what is the best Nintendo console and why is it the Wii U? Uh, I really cannot relate. Like, I did not have the Wii U. My brother did. And I never even picked up the controller to play the Wii U. <laughs> I have never looked at a Wii U ever in my <laughs> life. I've never seen it before. You ever. have never looked at it? Never seen it in my life. I mean, I'm it gave th- us I'm such thankful titles. For, I am thankful for it, though, because yeah. it's, it's probably the reason the Switch exists. Yeah, for sure. Like, And I, I don't want to sound cliche, but I think the Switch is my favorite Nintendo console. Yeah, I mean, I think there's another Twitter one that's very similar to, like, what's your favorite Nintendo console? There's uh, a catch, though. Yeah, I know there's a catch I saw. But, but I think Honorable... Oh, man, I'm between two. I mean, Wii U's good-ish. Like, it's serviceable. Like, it gave us Smash 4, which was nuts. Uh, that was gave, when Smash really took off. It was. I mean, it, that was just the... At least for me, like, when I... Like, following the hype cycle and the character reveals, the huge leaks and drama that followed that game. Like, it was it was the center of the news. Yeah. Uh, for uh, In gaming, specifically, for a while. Uh, that's really the only Wii U game. Like, it, they gave us New Super Mario Bros. U. Like, what the fuck? It, it's just New Super Mario Bros. Like, there's nothing really to write home about there. Uh, Star Fox Zero, which a lot of people didn't like. Uh, Shadow Nintendo- Joe's Egypt. 
Nintendo Land was fun. Uh, I, I I watched a lot of gameplay of that when the Wii U was first coming out. I thought that was cool. Wasn't Mario Maker spawned on the Wii U? I think it was. You're right. Oh, we also got Pokémon Tournament. That never mind. I did play the Wii U a little bit because I remember playing <laughs> Pokémon Tournament and fucking sucking ass with Blaziken. Like holy shit, I went online for like five seconds and just absolutely never picked up the game again. It's probably the right idea, but I'm trying uh, to. Think. Oh, it brought us Hyrule Warriors as well. The original Hyrule Warriors. It's true, it did. It did bring us the original Hyrule Warriors. I want to make the case for Wii just because Wii has a ton of classics on it. Oh yeah. But I mean, I can't get over that controller. The controller's pretty rough. Looking back the, the on Wii, it, the Wemo. I mean, it's it's iconic, but it is iconic. But compared to what we have now, it's you know. Yeah. Playing Smash I, Bros. I, playing Smash Bros. Brawl with a Wemo and Nunchuck was pretty pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, no, it was we we were we were we were seriously skilled for being able to play on that thing. But for real. I, I mean, motion controls might be worse now with Nintendo. The Joy Cons are pretty rough. I mean, the Joy Con, you know, Joy Con drift. They all peak that after stuff. three months, then it's just all downhill from there. It's true. It, there, there's a case to be made. Uh, I mean, I'm, Wii Sports, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, Wii Sports is iconic. Brawl. I mean, the I, Switch we're not even done with yet, and it's still in the contention for like this is the best. No, the I think, already. and I, and I think it is. I think it is. I, I, specifically docked and with a pro controller, I think it's the best console. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely. It, the anticipation of what's to come definitely factors into it, which we can't say for the other consoles because they're already done. Uh, Who even so, knows if we're halfway through this life cycle yet? It's true. We we have no idea. Like next gen consoles from now on feel like uncertain. Like what the hell are they gonna do? Yeah. And I and I guess that might be like the same thing that's happened for every console generation. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I don't know. It feels like. There's also the thing, like, we've been here since the beginning of it. Yeah. You know? Like, we've been here and we've been very invested in gaming since the start of the Switch's life cycle, which we, I don't think we can really say for any of the other consoles that Nintendo's put out. No, I kind of I snuck in the back door in 2017. The, further, the questions we have on down the line, we'll probably get more into that. But, yeah, you're right. Like, this is the first console I've paid, like, really close attention to about, like, what what games are coming out? What when the future updates are? All that stuff. So and like we're buying a lot more games than we're used to for this console. Like even in even the Wii, like we like our Switch collections are probably both equally larger than our our Wii collections. Maybe I not still have a good amount of Wii games, but yeah, like, like our GameCube I, collections. I don't even have a GameCube. I had a GameCube. I wish I if I can go back and and I I I'd go tell eight year old Colby do not ever let go of this. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I understand. I that up. There goes me swearing, but I—that's I, two swear words. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you're, I'm at two. You, it's you have me, you have me quintupled, but. <laughs> I do. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, moving on. Uh, shout out Keith from the main quest. Love the show. That was a good question. Uh, list off. This one's interesting because um, without revealing our ages and theirs, they they have us doubled up in the life cycles. They're asking us. What are your favorite Mario and Zelda titles and why? Which generation of Nintendo console, aside from the Switch, is your favorite? And what are the games from that console you like the most? Uh, do you want to start with Mario and Zelda or do you want to start with the console talk? Uh, we'll start with Mario and Zelda because that might factor into it, to be honest. I feel uh, like we both said it because of the um, rankings, but it, it's... For, I'll start with Mario because that's a little bit more interesting. Uh, Mario yeah. Galaxy. Mario, Mario Galaxy I mean, he's, he fucking easily Mario Galaxy easily. 1. 
It's the only reason I have 3D All Stars. The only reason. I mean, it's just so fucking good. It might, it like, it is. There's a. It might be better than Odyssey, in in my opinion. I, I think it is better than Odyssey. Even Odyssey's though incredible. Odyssey's a game that got bumped up with me looking at the list retrospective. Yeah, I mean, 3D World, Bowser's Fury specifically, Odyssey, like they're super amazing. But no, they're great. But like Galaxy yeah. is just another fucking beast, man. Like it's it was, unreal. It was. It's such a good. It, like one of the best games I think like ever. Uh, no, I definitely, I definitely think it's one of the best. I mean, if you want to just say Nintendo games ever, I think it's in the top ten easily, top five yeah. maybe. But I mean, yeah. e- even in twenty, when did that come out? Twenty? That come out last year or two years ago? Twenty twenty? That came out twenty twenty, right? Oh, the All Star Collection. Yeah. 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 Twenty twenty because the big fuss last year was that Nintendo didn't do anything for Zelda. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, even in, even in that even that year, like the game looks incredible, I and mean, that's yeah, how it looked it, back in two thousand seven. So yeah, it, I, it holds up. It looks fantastic. Gameplay's super fun. The music is incredible. Yeah, oh, music's incredible. Like it's just so good. It was my number. It was my number three when we did the video game rankings. It's still number three. Yeah, it for me. And I think the score's it was like gone five. up. Yeah, it's. I I have to go. I definitely have, I told you about this. I definitely need to go back and reevaluate my top fifteen because things have changed drastically. You know, it's funny. I was listening to um a podcast today with um Rick from Pixel Project. It's called The Unlockables. So shout out to them. They were talking about how like, you know, like the internet has built this like mindset that you can't change your opinions. I'm like, I change my opinion all the time. All the time. This yeah. All the time. Every day. So do not let anyone tell you that otherwise. Like I finally put Breath of the uh, Breath of the Wild in a hundred out of a hundred for me. Yeah, like, I'm like I'm like 98 critical, but I'm like no, it's an 100 out of 100 in my book because yeah. all the things that are minus one, minus two get countered by things that are plus 10, plus 20, and yeah. I guess that's a transition into Breath of the Wild's my favorite Zelda game ever. It's the only Zelda game I've ever played. Well, not true. I played Link's Awakening remake, but and Hyrule Warriors and Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, which we have talked about a lot on the show, but mm-hmm. um, it's probably gonna be my favorite Zelda game forever. I don't know. I I I probably have to say Breath of the Wild, just because of how much I've played it. Uh, even though I don't even have a cop, I don't even own a copy of the game for Didn't myself. Did you play? Um, what did that's you play? A Link Between Worlds. That's why I was thinking. Yeah, that's why, that's a really good game. I'm, I would not hate it's, you if you said that. So I don't know, man. Like something about it. It's probably the nostalgia for sure. But that game was so good. I think I still have it. I might replay it. I played two hours. I played two hours of A Link to the Past on SNES Remaster. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean that that's also in the contention. Like people think that's one of the best video games of all time. It's yeah. A Link to the Past, but A Link Between Worlds, man. Like I, I really loved that game, like so much. I that mm, it's hard. Like I don't really feel bad about nostalgia coming as a factor for games because it's yeah. just interesting to see how that affects other people and what games. You know they've played that really left that much of an effect on them, but man, Link Between Worlds that was really good. I'm it's really close. I might go with Link Between Worlds just to be different. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Mostly because I have that and I don't have Breath of the Wild. I do not have a copy of Breath of the Wild. That's just tragic. I know. Like it. I don't know why. Like basically, I played my brother's copy. Like, I was the main player of his copy, Breath of the Wild. I was the protagonist. So I felt like I had, like, I did everything in the game anyway. Like, I I did what I needed to do, so. Uh, shout out. Yeah, I also played Master Mode. I, I played that. That's 
you know, I I stole the cartridge from him for a while to play all that stuff. So did your brother play Breath of the Wild or did he, he did? Get yes, it? he did. He did. Okay. He beat it by himself. I'm pretty sure. Good for um, him. Oh, maybe he didn't. I don't know if he beat it. <laughs> uh, but he he has it, so he can. He most certainly can now. I know Ryan's favorite from list off is Ocarina of Time. Uh, shout out Ocarina of Time. It, it set the groundwork for all these great games, but. Video games are just better now than they were back in when that game was released, and I think, yeah, I think Breath of the Wild. I, I have literally written in my review of it, it, it might never leave the number one spot. The only chance it has of getting surpassed is with Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One, literally just mm-hmm. because of how much anticipation I have for playing that, or yeah. the sequel, which we now have to wait a whole year for. So it's gonna stay there for at least another year, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another great question. Now we can move on to part two of that, which was um, what are our favorite consoles besides the Switch and what games did we like most from that console? Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw DS in this conversation. You fucker. That's what I was going to do. Like it, I was definitely going to go DS. Same I'll brain, say, dude. Same I'll brain. say, yeah, no, we've been doing this for too long together. But I'll say we. I'll say we then. Okay. Just because enough. it's the it's the console I played the most. Uh, I I've had GameCube when I was really really young, and that's where I played Double Dash. That's where I played. Oh, did I play anything else on that? I don't remember. I literally <laughs> remember so. You long definitely ago. didn't have Melee. No, I lived in New York, man. That's how long ago it was. Yeah, that is. And I, I it was literally ages ago, and Mom I think sold that thing at a yard sale. So that's the one sin my mom's committed. She's not perfect, <laughs> I'll admit it. But uh-huh. um, I'll say we. I just because I I. I play I play we even like today we still have ours and we yeah. have one we have one working rip, a knockoff controller and we play Mario Kart which looking back on it not the most fundamentally sound Mario Kart but definitely a lot of fun I will defend Smash Bros Brawl to the death that game oh is yeah good. that game like, that really added good. that added stage builder that was that added, like stage builder subspace like it added so much there cool is shit. no ultimate without Brawl and I know it's not the most popular competitive wise but Brawl is definitely one of my favorite games. I mean, Wii Sport, Wii Sport Resort, no, nothing really needs to be said about that. Mario Galaxy, like this, yeah. Mario Galaxy 2. Yep. We got two Zelda games, uh, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. Uh, just yeah, those are just some of those are just some of the few the games that I really enjoy from that console. I'm trying to think of any like crazy ones that pop up, but you can go ahead with DS if no, I'll just pop it if I think of anything. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I, I'll probably have to lump, like, 3DS in with this. That's fine. The DS family. It feels like one just very long. Like, it feels, like, disconnected from the consoles, because, like, there was pretty much no other mobile, like... Handheld. Handheld, sorry. Yeah, handheld console other than DS. Like, there was the PSP, uh, which I heard was pretty good. You know, there have been some other people who tried, but, like, Nintendo just absolutely had a monopoly on the handheld market. Uh-huh. Like, it, wa- it wasn't even a fucking competition ever. No, it uh, wasn't. At any point of its lifespan. It just felt like one really long, like, from the first DS all the way up to, like, new 3DS XL or whatever the hell the final name was. It just felt like one really long generation of, of mm-hmm. consoles. A very successful one at that. Uh, obviously, you have, like, Game Boy and stuff like that as well, which also paved the way. Like, that was already... Like, that already. Like, when the Game Boy came out, Nintendo had the Monopoly. When the DS came out, it only solidified it more, and then it just kind of kept going until the Switch came out and just kind of combined the two areas. I mean, I think DS is number two for best-selling Switch console, or Nintendo console. Nintendo console, it makes sense. Like, there was a time, at least in our area, where just people who didn't game 
still had DSs, you know? Uh, yeah. Like if I you remember go on, how like, I got a, mine. like go on bus trips, like people will be like, all right, let's play Mario Kart DS. You don't even need to have the fucking game to play on the DS. Like, oh, that was local communication. I remember playing that on like, bus trips to Washington D.C. We yeah, right. Grade. That's it's a core fucking memory. Uh, I, I got everyone, mine. I got my DS in New York. I was I, I lived in New York when I was um lived for five years, so ages six to eleven or six to twelve or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was in third grade. I remember clear as day. I won it at a book fair raffle after I stole a dollar out of my mom's purse. Oh yeah, you bought, won it. And That's bought right. the t- bought the ticket, put my name in, and I won it. So fucking DS worth forever. it. Oh my god, mom was best one dollar my mom's ever spent. <laughs> Man, what a fucking bargain though. That's awesome. I know, right? That's that's that, that's where my luck ran out officially. I have not been that lucky. No, I never no. never recovered. Oh. No, I never. Mean, I mean, you also had like people who like decked out their 3DS. You had like or their DSs with like the custom or not the custom. They had like different themes and like stickers you could put on the top, like cases for it. A lot of people had those like Nerf ones that were like super huge and bulky, but they were like foam and it would like protect your DS from dropping and shit. I think I'm about uh, to say a hot. I think I'm about to say a hot take on the show as far as my favorite game from the DS. From the DS, okay. Pokemon Black and White. I mean, th- th- how is that a hot fucking take? What are you talking about? Because platinum with well, goes head to head with platinum. I mean, I, I always felt, at least for you, they were, like, right next to each other. They're, they're neck and neck, for sure. I'm just trying to think, did I play any other DS games that weren't Pokemon or Mario Kart? I don't I think mean, I did. I mean, you you obviously have Mario Kart DS, iconic, all the po- all of the Pokemon games. Pokemon, arguably, was, like, its most, at its peak. And well, because the, yeah, the early DS had the Game Boy cartridge in it. Yeah, because you could, I was about to say, you could get the GBA games, so you could get, you know, Ruby yeah. Sapphire in there, too, Ruby Sapphire Emerald. Uh. I wouldn't say at its peak. Some people would argue that's at its peak, but like obviously now it's still going stupidly strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you had obviously all the Pokemon games were handheld. Uh, Fossil Fighters underrated classic for me. Uh, was on your list. <laughs> Fossil Fighters, Fossil Fighters champions. Uh, the mystery Pokemon mystery dungeon games, obviously my favorite game of all time, uh, is the Explorers Pokemon Explorer uh, mystery dungeon Explorers of Sky. Uh, you have a link between worlds again, seemingly apparently my favorite Zelda game. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, what else do we have? Pretty much everything I had was Pokemon as well. I didn't play right. a whole lot of else, but you had like so many like. It was the perfect. It was the perfect storm. <laughs> that were based on like actual like TV shows and movies yeah, and stuff. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, like they they just seemed like so like everyone was making DS games. Like there wasn't. Like, there was a DS game for everyone and every genre and everything imaginable. Uh, holy shit, the Transformers games on the DS were super fucking sick, actually. Never played I wish I st- wish I still had them, but it was super fun. You got to explore the city, and you got to scan vehicles in order to unlock, like, trans like transformations. PictoChat uh, was born on DS. PictoChat was on DS as well. You had that, like, flip note thing on ds mm-hmm. that a lot of people still use for animations today which is very uh impressive yep uh you had i mean we did get a smash bros on the ds uh wasn't super great had a really cool mode in it that it wasn't in the wii u version uh but you know that's under its belt as well uh yeah, it fun- is oh yeah some other zelda games like spirit tracks and uh phantom hourglass yeah the toon link 
games. I was going to say Toon Link games after Wind Waker. Uh, what else do we have? I have my thing over there, but I think I've named everything in, in that cartridge. No, you uh, have named it. You've named got a lot the, for sure. The remakes for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask were on DS, much to people's chagrin, to be fair, more than anything. That's okay. But and yeah. Nintendo punished them by the Nintendo Switch Online version. Yes. <laughs> but DS just what a just such a massive library and oh, such huge. variety just oh, all yeah. over the place. I don't know. It just it just expanded gaming to so many other people. It was nuts. Oh yeah, no, it, that that was in the Ask Awada book I read. That was the whole point of the Wii and DS era was to make non gamers gamers, and it did just Gamer. that. So. I'd probably have to go with DS just from how fucking much I played those games. Uh, Sonic Rush, another game uh, that was that I found really entertaining as well. Uh, like I'll probably be like I could probably spout this out like just random games that come to my head. Uh, uh, Corey in the House, obviously. A oh yeah, of course, classic. <laughs> uh, the Corey in the House video game, the Hannah Montana video game. Oh my god, I, uh, I think that was something I saw in like a Sam's Club once. That was on the Wii too, I think, and then the customized mic with the Rock Band set. Oh my god, you're definitely right. Holy shit. Uh, you said all, all my favorite games for the Wii, pretty much. I mean, again, we like for the Wii, we have like the same taste for the Wii. Oh, Sonic yeah, and the Black was... Knight, bless up, obviously. Uh, underrated classic as well. The the best worst game ever. Best worst <laughs> game ever. But yeah, I think that that's all I got for that question. All right. Yeah. No, I think we I think we did our due diligence on that one. Uh, and then thank the last you, one. Thank you, mates, for asking that one. Of course, of course. And finally, Pixel Project Radio. If you could only play the library of one Nintendo console for the rest of your life, which would you pick? Uh, hard mode, remasters, ports, and Nintendo Switch Online do not count. So games exclusively launched on the console. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have to say Switch on this one. Because, I don't know, like that that's the one that has the most online games that you can do. So like Monster Hunter Rise, I could just play for, like especially when the DLC comes out, I could just play forever. Like it would take a while for me to just get bored of that game if I knew I had to play it forever. Once Splatoon 3 comes out, like that's going to be nuts. I can replay Trials of Mana. I haven't played that in a while, and I still have lots of stuff to do there. Bayonetta 3 is coming out. Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out. I mean, Breath of the Wild itself has endless replayability, basically. I think I'm gonna make a I think I'm gonna make a point to replay it once every year. I mean, you got Smash Ultimate, you got Odyssey, you got Bowser's Fury. So many replayable games that would just be fun to restart and try again. Uh, you have Sword and Shield. Uh, if the if I'm allowed to still be in the competitive community, you have the Scarlet and Violet as well. Like Pokemon alone, especially if you get into competitive, that that could last you for years, years and years. I mean, in the Pokemon scale, of Pokemon Unite now, these are online. I was about to say, you have Pokemon Unite. That's your free-to-play game. That has its own competitive community you can get into if you have nothing else to do. Yep. Uh, and you have some other underrated gems. You have a lot of great indie games that launched only on the Switch. Uh, all sorts of stuff, like Spiritfarer, which I need to get back to because that game is so fucking good. Uh, Unsighted is a good Metroidvania that, that released on the Switch. Obviously, you have Metroid Dread now, which, again, has a lot of speedrunning capabilities and for, for replay uh, Getting playthroughs. Getting Boss Rush this month. Getting Boss Rush this month, thank God. Um, 
Let's see what else, what else, what else. I, I mean, the list could go on. Like, I don't want to ramble on too much, but like Three you get houses. the idea. Three houses, obviously, again another super replayable game with the recruitment feature and the different routes and endings. DLC, yep, all that. DLC, of course, as well. I'm trying to think of a case for GameCube because that library is incredible. Yeah, but, but I, it has, I, I, it's I, not I, as I expansive. It is no, not. I, no, it's just a, it's just a, a, of the times thing, and I genuinely can't, in good faith, pick it over to Switch. Like it, it just. I love GameCube. I, I hope to one day own one again, replay it. You know, if mm-hmm. I ever become a millionaire, I'll definitely buy out some of the the scalpers for the for their GameCube games. But yes, yeah, I, I can't in good faith disagree with you on Switch. Like you kind of just said everything that needed to be said about it. It's just, it's, just it's got it's got something for everybody. The library is huge. Even if you take out remasters, ports, and all that, if you take out Switch Online, I mean. Literally, Animal Crossing New Horizons. You could literally just play it forever. At forever. I was say that that too. You could just do it forever. People are still playing it. And you know, good. Picked up another game. You know, I, I don't think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe counts in this conversation. You don't have a Mario Kart game. That's a that big. Thank, that's a blessing. Like fuck <laughs> that. We don't need that shit. <laughs> I, I feel like you're speaking for a very small audience, but you you guys can take your win on this one. Look, if. If I get everything else on the Switch and I have to sacrifice a Mario Kart, I'm doing that fucking day one. Like, I will delete it myself. Deleting the code. Yeah, like... <laughs> like I said with the last, what, the, the fucking... BDSP remakes, which in, which, in rea- which in retrospect might have been a good idea. If you yeah, I, I would still do it. I would still delete the code for those uh, fucking games. I might do it with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if that gets that Pokemon Mystery Dungeon remaster that I wanted. But then again, I guess we won't get... I, even if the remaster came out on the Switch, in this scenario, I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to play it. it. No, you'd have to pick DS. It would definitely pain me, but like it, it's fine. I would still. It's I unnecessary. Still it's a small necessary. price to pay. Who knows? Maybe one day they'll they'll make a new Mystery Dungeon game on the Switch. Very <laughs> highly unlikely, but I mean the I Mystery Dungeon go. on the Switch, like Red and Blue Rescue Team DX, like that that won't that that's remastered, so we can't play that either. See, this is this is the problem with asking this to literally we just made the case against ourselves. It's the problem with asking people who are 20 and 21, about to be right. 21. Yeah, because we've only, like, we were, how old were we when the, we were 15, 16 when the Switch first came out. And that's, you know. That is like, not, pa- I cannot fucking believe that. That's the entry There's point for us no as gamers, way. basically. So, well, you had a longer gaming history, but, like, the, you got more serious into it with the Switch. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the entry point for us, so it's going to be hard. Even, like, ten years from now when you ask us this question, like, it's still, I love how you said, still probably be Switch. I love how earlier in the episode you said, without revealing our age, and then you just revealed our age. We, we've revealed our age a lot, I feel I like. Know, just, I know, I'm just, I just think it's funny. I was like, oh, we're being secretive, okay, and then, and then like, yeah, an hour later. <laughs> this is your reward if you listen this far, you know how old we are. Yeah, your secret audience. Secret audience knows our age, but... Yeah, definitely, I mean... Definitely switch. Like it has to be. Even if even though it's the newest, like there's a reason like new sometimes equals better. <laughs> yeah, no, I does. I mean you're not getting Bowser's Fury, you're not getting maybe we can just get maybe we can just get a cartridge of Bowser's Fury. Oh, since Bowser's that's a Fury, switch exclusive, yeah. yeah. Right. That's a, I'll, I'll take that. You're yeah, not I'll getting Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, but we're getting Xenoblade three, so it doesn't matter. Uh yeah, yeah. no Mario Kart, which Tyler's fine with. Yeah, um, we have the best Smash game <laughs> we ever. We got Kirby now, so 
It's true. We have two Kirby games, but only buy one of them. Uh, we have a Paper Mario, thankfully. Um, <laughs> we got Smash, of course. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I. Saw I was about to say if the, if the online communities for these games are still allowed to exist, then yeah, you could easily get me, by on the Switch alone. Yeah, no, just uh, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey are enough. Like that's that's a tough one too to top. Yeah, it's true. And then when Splatoon comes out, there's going to be a huge resurgence in that fandom, and it's going to be Intra- new introductions too. I'll be a new introduction to that fandom. I, I'm I'm gonna probably gonna hate my life, but I'll have fun playing the game. No, nah, I'll be the, be we're gonna be a fucking dynamic person? duo. All right, is that we're a third be, person shooter? It is. Yes. Maybe maybe I can channel some third person. I'm not a first person guy. Maybe third person is more my style. Not, nah, dude. I'm telling you, we're gonna. We're, it's gonna be great. You and I, we're gonna fucking be taking names. I promise. We'll get, Ryan, we'll get Ryan in on the mix. Like He'll be in the clan, the Switch It Up clan. We'll get the other yeah. boys in, assuming they Bro. get the game, too. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to run the We're going to run the streets on the weekends. <laughs> the Splatoon streets. Yep. Saturday night, baby. We're, we're taking over on Splatoon 3. Yeah, and besides, we can we can play like the Salmon Rush like PvE mode, too. Like It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, how could you not pick Switch in this case? Yeah, right? It, it's just a for, bygone conclusion. Yeah, that, so there you go. But that's all the questions. That's all the questions we've got. All right, so I think that's gonna be it for unless you got anything else. Nope, that's it. I was afraid that we I wasn't gonna have anything else, but luckily we had just enough to get to our normal our normal time. Yeah, so I think that is going to do it. I just got booted out of my Moodle for school. That's okay. Oh, uh, still that's, using Moodle? Holy shit, that's a blast from the past. My school is not really that technologically savvy. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, no, especially for a commuter, it's great. But that's yeah. <laughs> going to do it for that's for a primarily online student. That's awesome. That's yeah, going to do it for, I think we landed on 35. Season 3, episode yeah, 35. 35. 35. Uh, again, thank you to all the people who sent in questions. Really appreciate that. Might do that more often now that we got a more interactive community going. But mm-hmm. uh, it's that time again. And by that time again, I mean... We have actual reason to ask for ratings and reviews because not only is it almost Easter, but on the same day that Christ rose from the dead, Tyler Samsel was born much later in, uh, in much in later the, in the in timeline the of the world. Yeah, yeah, much later in the timeline. But two very important events occurred, and you can celebrate with both Jesus and Tyler by leaving a five star rating and review, helping us out in the alg. Yeah, much the best birthday present you can give me, unless you, unless one of you crazy fuckers wants to mail me, you know, uh, forgotten land. Yeah, no, that would that would probably top it. I'll I'll give you that, but but a rating and review is free, yeah, so it'll, it'll it would just make fine. me very happy. So exactly, it'll do just fine. We'll re- we'd really appreciate that. Love to get some feedback as always. Uh, check down the check the links in the show more section. The Twitter, Instagram have been getting more advanced lately popping off a little bit more so go check that out go follow our friends who we'll be retweeting and interacting with on those platforms as well tyler anything for the good of the order uh not really just uh hunk down and get ready we're getting we're gonna be getting a bit a huge stream of games in this in this latter part of the year here it's gonna be coming going down hard on our wallets so uh, we'll have lots and lots to talk about, um, lots to speculate about now with uh, Breath of the Wild pushed back to uh, spring of next year. So, yeah, it's going to be an exciting time for your favorite Nintendo podcast. So you're going to want to stick around to find out what, what happens. So, 
But yeah, besides that, thank you guys so much for watching till the end. Uh, we really appreciate uh, all you people who do that. You guys are the best. Uh, recommend the podcast to any of your other gaming friends who uh, you think may enjoy our our banter and ramblings uh, on the week uh, on the weekly basis. So yeah, I'm obviously starting to lose coherent speech. So uh, one more big thank you to you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good one, gamers.